the She-Hulk era is officially upon us. My full thoughts and review of episode one coming up right now on 15 Minutes of Marvel. There was an idea. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. I this all day. What are they called again? Annulax batteries. Harvey Larry batteries. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. Boom. You looking for this? What is up? What is up? And welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today in the pod, talking all about She-Hulk Attorney at Law, episode one. It is here. We've got a brand new show on our hands. And honestly, it's it's pretty much unlike anything we've ever got before. I'm just going to walk through this episode and talk through what I liked, what I didn't like, how I'm vibing with the show so far. Um, I think it's very unique so far. I, I, I liked episode one. I think if I were to rate it out of 10, I'm probably sitting about, sitting about a seven, maybe a seven and a half. I, I thought it was a good introduction to the character. I don't think there's anything overtly excellent about it so far. I think the the dialogue is fine. I do think there were some emotional moments that that acted really well in this show. Um, the fighting was was cool, but it wasn't anything um, incredible. And, you know, I, I think it was pretty solid. Now, how it stacks up against other premiere episodes of Disney Plus shows, that is a different conversation. I have to go back through and, and figure out how I feel about that. But to me, it does feel like kind of this new era of Disney Plus, this new character that we have kind of combining with something that we know, right, in Smart Hulk and Bruce Banner and really getting that good, strong connective tissue from what we knew and Infinity War and and Endgame especially and kind of the Infinity Saga and now moving into the Multiverse Saga where everything has been pretty singular, pretty um, siloed from what we knew in the past and now we get a really true connection in Smart Hulk, in Bruce Banner. I liked that a lot. I thought that was really good. And you know, I thought this episode had a lot to say about social commentary and had a lot to say about um, trauma and a healing process and how you view yourself in those situations. And I'll get into that a little bit more as I walk through the episode here. Um, I I think it's definitely in the top half of premiere episodes. I think I liked Miss Marvel a little bit more. I obviously um, really enjoy Loki quite a lot, um, but I think this is fun. And what makes it so unique and so fun that everybody's been talking about, obviously, is the fourth wall breaks. I think that is something that I'm really looking forward to seeing the rest of the season and seeing how things shake out. Now, media and press has seen the first four episodes of She-Hulk. I believe this is a nine-episode season. So there are several more episodes to come for, for us, the general public. We have eight more weeks of this, which is fantastic. And even press, they have five more episodes that they haven't seen. I do feel a little weird most of the time about press getting so many episodes up Front. And I know Marvel does that to kind of take them to a point at which you don't know what is going to happen next. And I believe they did the same with Moon Knight. It is a little worrisome to me that you can drop four episodes and that's what you feel like is maybe necessary in order to kind of get people to buy in or get maybe reviews the way that you want them or things like that. Um, Agentsoffandom.com, shout out. They have a review of the first four episodes up there. Uh, they were able to see it there. So if you're interested in the first four episodes, go check out an article there. 
um, or, you know, lots of other places on the web have, have already seen the first four. I only have the first one. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a man of the people. I'm just watching it at, at your speed. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, okay. Let's walk through this. Let's walk through this episode. We got answers to several questions that we didn't have before, which I liked a lot. Bruce's arm device, um, things like that. I, I, I think we got good, good answers to, we have powerful callbacks to Avengers, more specifically, Tony. I thought those moments worked really well. Um, now I like the intro to this. I like that we got an intro with her as an attorney at law. And then we went to the flashback. We were not automatically taken to her origin story right away. It was only a few minutes, but I love that we got thrown into her world. Jennifer Walters' world of her her office and her kind of preparing her closing arguments. You saw all of her Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, things on her shelves and her degrees on the wall. I liked that because we were thrown into her current world and who we were essentially sold on for this show kind of being about. And then that first essential first wall break comes through the fourth wall break. And, and she says, you're, you know, you're probably wondering how, how I got here and how everybody knows. And, and I know you won't be able to focus on this show until I answer that question. So here you go, which is true. Like I, I'm really excited to see how this character specifically Tatiana Maslany, who has, you know, very like Iman Vellani vibes for Miss Marvel. Like she is Miss Marvel. I feel like, Tatiana is is She-Hulk is Jennifer Walters and I I just feel like um only her could like deliver a line quite like that and the way that she is talking to the audience and it sounds like it will continue this way and even escalate and get better um is very meta very all-knowing of like look I get it you're not going to be able to focus on me as a lawyer unless you know how I got here. So let's let's establish that and let's talk about the elephant in the room. I liked that a lot. Thought that was that was fun and like I said, I'm excited to see what happens with that in the future. Uh, we get the answer to Bruce's arm device. Um, and what I like so much about this is that it's short. It's sweet. We don't need a giant explanation for it. He just mentions, yeah, this is what it is. I, I built it so I could maintain my, my human form, and, and that's where we're at. And I liked it a lot. Um, Cheetos and Chopsticks, great little call to, uh, to Oscar Isaac and how he eats his Cheetos with Chopsticks. If you haven't seen that picture online, just Google Oscar Isaac Cheetos Chopsticks, and you will find it. It is, it is a great little meme out there. Um, so that was cool. And, you know, we got references to other things as well. We got references to Pixar and, and Inside Out and Bing Bong, which, which was cool. Um, references to to comic book moments when Jen says, you know, are you quoting a comic book right now? Again, the meta nature of this is what is going to make it so special. So I was hoping for more of it in episode one, but I know that I've got eight more episodes to go. And I can easily see from a storytelling perspective, you don't want to burn out your audience too quickly on that meta nature on those fourth wall breaks. Um, and so you've got to be got to be a little careful about how you introduce that and the pacing you set with that. Uh, so I understand that we didn't get a lot in episode one, and I know more of it is is coming. Uh, you might notice there's a QR code in the hallway of the bar. I like that MCU has been doing this recently. MCU TV, Disney Plus shows have been putting in some QR codes. We did this with Moon Knight, where basically every episode there was a hidden QR code somewhere. You scan it, you get access to a digital comic of some sort. This one takes you to um, the She-Hulk Lives uh, kind of comic. I thought that was really fun. 
so, you know, introduces people to the comic side of Jennifer Walters and, and actually gives them access to a comic, which is really, really, really cool. I had a good time with the, with the Bruce background, understanding that he, li- he lives in Mexico. He's, you know, he's got a house. He's got a lab that Tony built for him. He used it during the blip to figure out how to become Smart Hulk. I, I really liked that explanation. And one of two emotional moments that worked really well for me in the episode came here is when Bruce kind of said, you know, Tony always used to joke that he might just fly by and take it back one day. And you can see, and Mark Ruffalo does a great job here, that in his in his facial expressions, even even as a VFX smart Hulk, he he meditates on that moment for, for a second. And he, and he thinks like, man, Tony, yeah, miss that guy. And I really like that. I love those little moments. And what works so well about that is is a few different aspects but the most prominent are the fact that you you take the moment to dwell in it for just a brief second for just a brief moment and and realize the impactful nature of it but also the mcu has created a universe a world in which that means something now and he says oh tony used to joke about this or later on at the bar scene when he says um it was a good time during a hard time and talks about tony and looks at their initials carved into the bar that is is due you have earned that moment because of everything that has come before it and i like that we're using that now i like that we're diving into that and seeing that we do have that emotional kind of weightiness that we have earned and we can call back to and hearken back to and make it powerful make it impactful um i like that a lot of the comedy in this kind of initial like lab scene with jennifer trying to figure out how she hulks and and everything and putting her in that in that lab and everything like that. A lot of the comedy did not work for me in that scene. I will say there were a couple moments that worked really well for me in this episode. Most of the comedy did not work for me. Um, a lot of the kind of and, and you know I'm I'm a little apprehensive because I know that's kind of Jennifer Walters' character. I know that's Tatiana Maslany, and I think she has a great energy. I'm excited to see her kind of settle into the role a little bit more as the show goes on. But the initial like kind of quippy jokes, uh, you know, a little more on the raunchy side. Like, that just didn't, it didn't work for me in this episode. What did work for me, for some dumb fucking reason, was was Smart Hulk trying to tame her like a horse, like a stray horse, and and making horse noises at her. That That's like the, I, it, it, I don't know, it worked for me. And, and what are you going to do? You know, I, that's just, I don't know, that just got me. I was, I was a moment of weakness. Um. So anyway, I'm really split on kind of the comedic aspects of the show so far, but I want to dive into just just very briefly the more emotional side of things here, the more personable side of things, because I think the the montage that we get of them working together is fun and energetic and, and great. And so there's that side of the show. But then you also get moments, um, like I mentioned, like Bruce kind of looking at these initials that he carved into the bar with Tony saying it was a good time during a hard time. Or, um, you know, saying when people start seeing you as a monster that never goes away. And then we get a great monologue from from Jennifer as well, talking about controlling her anger. And as a woman, how she has to constantly control her anger. And I love that for its meta nature, for its social commentary. It's being ripped apart on Twitter by a bunch of fuckos and, and lame people. Um, but I liked that a lot. And I thought it was important. And I'm excited for more moments like that in the show. But this constant through line and idea of that just because you've been in a similar situation before, you might not have the answer to someone going through a similar situation now. So 
Bruce went through 15 years of trying to control his inner Hulk, and he wrote a manual and and all of these things. And Jennifer has to go the hard way to tell him, I am different. Look, this situation is different for me. It is not the same for you. And what worked for you will not work for me. And how I view this situation is not the same way you viewed your situation. And yeah, you can you can look at that and say like, yeah, they're both Hulks. Like, that's what it's about. But I also think it's a great commentary and, and really important message on on life. On, you know, just because you have been through something doesn't mean that you always have the answer. That you are always the right person to support someone else going through that situation. And how important it is to listen. Because by the end of the episode, Bruce understands and says, you know, it's okay, Jen. You, if you choose to go, you can go. You, you can go about this your own way. And I think he obviously discovered that hard truth in a very difficult way through their fighting um, and, and kind of their, their rubs back, um, you know, to one another and their digs at each other. But that is a really important message that this episode got across is, is that situations are different for everybody in them and they're not always a kind of a, a similar thing. They're not always the same as someone who has done it before them. Um, and I love the double, the double take on the wall break when we're on the island. So we get two fourth wall breaks here in this episode and the, and really the, technically the first one in the timeline when she does, um, you know, have that flashback to how she's on in Mexico with Bruce, they both do that double take to the camera. Thought that was really smart. I love that a lot. Um, and then in the end, when, when we kind of get this satirical comedy of, of, you know, throwback to an old, 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, like paralegal show um, about how Jamila Jamil's character comes in and, you know, who even are you? And then we get this very overt, you know, I'm Jennifer Walters, attorney at law. Um, and I, I liked that a lot. And, you know, it had a very big vibe of like, uh, you know, flying on wires and, and, and kind of people being shocked in the moment and very staged in that aspect. And that was obviously done purposefully. I liked that uh, uh, quite a bit. So there were certain things in this show that that worked for me, other things that didn't necessarily work for me. And, you know, I'm excited for episode two. I'm excited to see what we do, how we, you know, kind of graduate to to Wong and Emil Blonsky and, and where we're headed and things like that. Um, word on the street is that every single episode, at least up until four, has a post credit scene. And this episode was no different. We got some massive news in this post credit scene. Captain America fucks. Steve Rogers fucks amazing that ass you knew it had to happen i mean look it's america's ass there's no way that guy died a virgin and that is that was the funniest moment i'm sure for a lot of people that was definitely the funniest moment of the episode for me i think that's where tatiana maslani shines is when she really dives in not to a very short bit but to a, a longer bit here where she pretends to be drunk i think um that was great and i, I really liked that a lot i thought it was really funny and um you know that's the talk of the town Steve Rogers fucks. You'll love to see it. Um, love to see the MCU be a little more horny. I love it. Um, that's that's what I want. I want horny MCU. I want hot MCU. And um, I think we're definitely getting more of it here in the She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Overall, like I said, I'd probably go between a seven and a seven and a half. I think it was a solid episode of MCU Disney Plus content. I don't think as of now it's anything um, necessarily groundbreaking, except for the introduction of a new character which I quite like so far. Um, but yeah, moments worked. Moments didn't work. Um, I, had, I had an entertaining time. I'm excited to come back next week and talk about episode two. But I want to know what were your thoughts on episode one of She-Hulk Attorney at Law? Are you a fan so far? 
Do you like the more adult, hotter, steamier side of the MCU? Do you like some of the uh, commentary that this, this show is trying to to talk about and, and explain? Hit me up on Twitter at 15MinuteMarvel and let me know. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major podcast platform. Huge shout out to the patrons of the show. Brandon Clark, Alan Cole Peacock, Ben Lawhart, Corelli Christina, TJ Zorich, Jessica, Carlos Freitas, and Joey Lett. Thank you all so much for your support of the pod. I will see you back here next time to review episode two of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. I'm Ethan Simeon. Remember, always go higher, further, and faster.